usually the fathers of every house are the priests of the home. They are the prophets of their, to their families. And they are in charge of the spiritual, they are in charge of the spiritual atmosphere. What if that dad is not born again and he doesn't even read the Bible or even doesn't go to church? Is mama now the new priest? Who is the designated priest? Is your firstborn son who is born again and spirit filled? Is he the priest? It doesn't matter who the priest is who keeps the fire burning in the house. As I said, the father should be the pastor to his family. It should be the priest. It should be the pastor. It should be the prophet. And it should be the shepherd to his family. But this is not so in so many families of people that are watching this telecast. But I want to challenge you that that altar in the family must have a priest, must have somebody. There has to be somebody who calls the family together, who said, let's sit down today and pray together and read the word of God. You know, you pick the Bible and read the word of God together. You read, the, you study the word of God. It's not, reading is not enough. You study portions of scripture together. Do you have that set out in your family? Do you have well spelled in your family? Because we, we have, schools are studying, if children are studying online, governments are spending millions of dollars to, to keep children in school, in their homes through smartphones and tablets and iPads and computers and television sets. Teachings or school material is being transmitted on send electronically to the children in their villages, in their homes. Governments are spending a lot of money to do that. But is there somebody who is sending, does the government send messages, prayer requests, or items to your children? You realize that as the governments do what they are doing, there is a very big gap, and that gap is the spiritual gap. Who is preparing the family for the crisis that is going on. Who is assuring the family that Jehovah is in charge of the situation? Who is doing this? If a priest shall burn wood on it every morning and lay burnt offerings in order on it, and he shall burn on it the fat of the feast, the fat, the fat of the peace offerings, then who is this person? Are you having Bible studies at home? Do you have prayer time? I'm not talking about prayer for breakfast. That is routine. I'm not talking about prayer time, prayer for lunch. That is routine. You always do this. You know, Lord Jesus, for the food that we're about to take, bless it to our bodies in Jesus' name. That is good, but it's routine. Children are anxious about their school. The levels of anxieties have gone to the roof. The question is, depression is on the rise. Stress is on its highest levels. Economies are going to the toilet. World global economy is in the toilet. We are staring probably at the worst recession that we have seen in our generation here. When the foundations are broken down, the Bible asks, what shall the righteous do? If governments cannot confront and give you a solution tomorrow morning, 
if presidents of superpowers, if monarchs, emperors, kings, and queens cannot offer solutions, who will minimize, who is addressing the stress levels that are climbing higher and higher every day? I want you to know that it's the family altar when the fire of the Lord is burning in your family, which is going to provide the quickest remedy that is going to arrest the levels of stress. And if you ignore, if you ignore, if we ignore the, the fire of the Lord in our hearts, in our minds, in our souls, in our spirits, if we do not spend equal time and resources to equip and to build and reestablish and strengthen the family altar, then those who know their God will be depressed like those who have no God. Then stress will affect all of us, whether we go to church or we don't. Stress will get into our systems without knowing. We will start looking at each other as a problem than a solution. We will start looking at each other with eyes like you are the reason why I'm not. You, because you have not done this, because you have not done this, because you have not gone to do, because you have not gone to work, that's why we don't have food. We will behave like the children of God the world over if we don't spend time to strengthen the altar of the Lord in our hearts and in our families we will be victims. We may survive and we will survive. But the question is, will you survive and crush spiritually? Is your spiritual standing going down or you are becoming strong? How much prayer is getting into your system? How much time is spent on prayer? When is the last time the whole family knelt down before God? When is the last time you... Some of you are father, you have, you have, you have, uh, you, you have um, everybody at home. Your dad, your mom is at home. Your, your sons and daughters are at home. But, but, but it's not everybody who has that situation. But the question is, when is the last time the family switched off television? They put, they muted their computers. And all of you held hands together. Not for food. Not for prayer to go to bed. But you, you are young kids, there's toddlers, I mean the three-year-olds, the seven-year-olds, the ten-year-olds, the fifteen-year-olds, the twenty-five-year-olds. You joined ends and dedicated thirty minutes or an hour to pray and equip yourselves for the work so that you are, you are strong. You ask for strength. You plead with heaven. You petition heaven. When is the last time you stopped everything for the family to kneel down before God. Bishop, are you trying to say that the only prayer that is serious is when we are kneeling? No, I'll wake up. You can join ends and stand together round in a circle. That too will be prayer. Or you can even sit down, but be joined together in a circle. It doesn't have to be a circle. It could still be even lectago or whatever it is. Or it can be a triangle, whatever. The positioning is not what matters. Is the sincerity of your commitment to God in prayer. But when is the last time you called your family to order? Single mothers, when is the last time you called your children to order? Single fathers, when is the last time you called your children to order? You shut down every other thing. So that the family and your children can know the answer 
to this crisis. They know you introduce them to where to draw strength from. The family altar will wait off this fears and anxieties. But if you listen to negative publicity, you, you, live to, you, you listen to negative news the whole day because news is what has gone bad. It's how desperate the situation is getting. Then at one point, you child of God, you child of God, because today I'm talking about the family order to the children of God. You child of God, you find yourself losing hope like those who don't know God. But if you can squeeze a time to hear what God has to say than what CNN is saying, than what Sky News is saying, than what Al Jazeera is saying, than what global news channels are saying, than what everybody is saying in Facebook, and just bring that family unit together. Whether you are three, whether you are four, whether you are ten, whether you are five, whether in a refugee camp, whether in a Palekyu home or in a palace, or whether in a slum area. If you can just bring that family together and introduce them to a time of hearing what God has to say in his word and lead them to prayer. You even ask the four-year-old to tell God something. It doesn't, it, doesn't be an, it doesn't have to be an eloquent prayer. She can just say, Jesus, because she's a three-year-old, she doesn't know much. She can just say, Jesus, please God, tell us, amen. That prayer from a three-year-old will teach her that the only person who has the answers to the questions in her mind or his mind is God. You will have led that child to know that although the prayer is not very well paragraphed and very well coordinated, she can talk to God and the fears in her heart. She can, you can assure them or her or him that God has really heard that prayer and assure them that God will answer that prayer. I want you to know that the family altar must be strengthened. Can you be that pastor in your house? Mama, can you be that pastor in your house? Some of us may not even have dad or mom, but there's a big brother, there's a big sister. Can you be that priest? Can you be that prophet? Can you be that priest who puts fire on the altar every morning? Can you set a time for the family to share testimonies and, how, and their feelings? This is part of the strengthening the family order. Just people, just don't talk about politics. Ask people, spend some time together and ask each other, what do you feel? Do you have some fears, known or imaginary fears? What are, do you have anxieties? What do you think? You know, that will ease out, that will vent, that will vent, will vent out the levels of stress that are going to astronomical proportions. And you know what stress will give birth to? But when we are constantly and fully assured every single day of the goodness of the Lord, of the mercies of the Lord, of the love of God, God 
who does not fail and who changes not. Of the pro- eternal promises of God that are here and amen. When we constantly assure our families during our family altars, when we keep this fire burning and we are all on the alert, I guarantee you in the name of the Lord will not wreak havoc, emotional havoc, psychological havoc, physical distresses. They will be minimized and they'll be limited. And counselors will not have lines and lines of people because the blessings of the Lord and the assurance, the blessed hope, the blessed of hope, the blessed hope of his appearing, the assurance that comes from the word of God, that God is aware. Job said, I may not know what's going on. I may not be in charge. I may not see God in front, behind, or side by side. But I know when I, one of these good days I'm going to come out as pure as gold. If that assurance comes from the family altar, my brother, my brothers and sisters in the Lord of the world over, if we keep the fire burning in the family, if we invest in the word of God, if we invest and watch, if we read the word of God, we pray together, we allow children to share their fears and their worries. We allow dad to share his worries and his fears. We allow mom to share openly. And we pray and take all those fears to God in prayer. We will survive because the church is at home and there has to be a priest. Whether that priest is mama, whether that priest is dad, whether that priest is their big brother or big sister, there has to be a priest who will keep the fire burning. My challenge to you today is that the family order will be stronger. You will draw strength, not from the media. It's important to listen and to hear what, the, what is happening in the world, but your strength will come from spending that moment before God in prayer, in study of the word, in listening to a message, in reading a book a Christian, Christian material, something that can build your faith. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord strengthen you. May the Lord, you know, throw his hands around you. And may you feel the warmth of his embrace as you strengthen the family altar. God bless you and God do you good. Let's pray together. Father, in Jesus' name. I just want to thank you for the urge that you put in my heart just to challenge Christians the world over on the value of strengthening the family altar during this time. Jehovah God, if the fire of the Lord is not burning in our hearts, the fire of fear will burn unquenchable. Anxiety, the fire of anxiety will burn unquenchable. Depression will take root in our families, but it will not do that. Stress, fear, and depression will not be our portion if only we can confront it with the word of God and we confront, take our fears and our worries to God in prayer. May you help us to build this altar. And some of us need to re-strengthen it because the altar is weak. It has been there, but it is weak. During this time when we have so much time in our hands and to be together with our families, may you give us the wisdom, the knowledge, the understanding 
and even the revelation on how to strengthen our individual family altars during this time. We trust that you will give us the power and the grace. For you are our God and we will not look for another. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen.